following podcast is recorded and produced by the Podcast Precinct in affiliation with the network at BICBP-radio.com. The Podcast Precinct. Consistency. Creativity. Culture. The Nostalgia Funhouse proudly dedicates all episodes in the loving memory of Connie Chirac. So, Johnny, I've, I've been hearing really great things about this Nostalgia Funhouse. It just brings back so many great memories. Andrew, uh, another reason I'm maybe in line with you here is that you really vouched for this show. So, I'm just going to believe you that this is the show that you know I've been wanting, which is just talking about all the fun stuff from our yesteryear and the years before uh, and I really hate anything meta so I'm glad that what we're doing right now is not that oh no definitely what is meta is, isn't that Ron Artessa's new name <laughs> well add world of peace to it sure <laughs> yeah but this is this is great they like last year they were like tearing play sets and Halloween costumes and well they, that sounds cool they get like this weird court recordings from like pop culture courts does anybody care about court cases these ones are kind of cool. They put Scott Kelvin on trial for Santa Claus there. Oh wow! Yeah. Okay, you're. That sounds interesting. Yeah, man. You know what's the best part about this is though? Because I hear they always got a really great sponsor. You can check it out right there. Let's visit the land of heavy metal with our most excellent cereal. Pass for gruel. Looks like a gruel duel, dude. Heinous display of manners. We've got a most excellent way to start your day or night. Bill and Ted's excellent cereal. Cinnamon oats with marshmallow notes. It's the most triumphant part of this complete breakfast. Awesome cereal duels. Who gets the last bowl? He does. New Bill and Ted's excellent cereal. It's most excellent. Whoa. Whoa. There is something strange afoot going on at the Nostalgia Funhouse today. Whoa, Andrew. Like, totally far out. I'm not quite sure where we're going with this, but... <laughs> to that botch of the beginning. <laughs> what are we talking about? That's the great... It's obvious we're talking about Bill and Ted. I mean, that, we are. I don't know how much more clear we can make that. We're talking about their excellent adventure. Not their bogus right. journey. Not Bill and Ted when they have to face the music. This is the excellent adventure. Their first adventure together is the one we're talking yes. about. 1989's Bill and Ted's excellent adventure. Now, a motion picture so grand, so magnificent, and so vast, it spans 7,000 years. No way! Yes way! But it starts with Bill. I'm Bill S. Preston! Who is Joan of Arc? And Ted. Noah's wife? We are in danger of flunking most heinously tomorrow. A force from the future. Can we go anywhere we want at any time? You can do anything you want. Is putting history at their fingertips. Let's reach out and touch someone. They're traveling through time. How's it going, royal ugly dudes? Put them in the iron maiden. Excellent! Execute them. Bogus. And they're making a big impression. Historical babes. Now they're home. Everybody get together, remember who your buddy is. To trash the 20th century. We got a live one here. Keanu Reeves, Alex Winter, Napoleon. 
We're from history. Billy the Kid. Oh my God. Joan of Arc. Sigmund Freud. Tell me about your mother. You a musician? Beethoven. Genghis Khan! Abraham Lincoln. Party on, dudes! Socrates. George Carlin. We're history. If you guys are really us, what number are we thinking of? 69, dudes! <gasps> Bill and Ted's... Excellent! Excellent! Excellent adventure. Party on, dude. We both watched it. We're going to yeah. discuss it today. Uh, Andrew, this is a... Uh, I've, I grew up on these two movies. Uh, I, for some reason... I mean, I've seen them both multiple times, but I'd have forgotten how fun this one is because I just have very distinct memories of the second movie and the Grim Reaper being with him all the time because he's very because okay. I remember thinking he was very funny when I was a kid, uh, which is probably why I'm half messed up now as an adult. But that's how you know what I'm talking about. Yeah, kids I, movies I, for us. Kids movie. Robocop. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> But yeah, uh, I I mean, spoiler alert, this movie's a, just still to this day is a fun time. I love Bill and Ted's. Uh, this is actually probably one of the movies. It's weird because I watched it with my mom and my brother and my mother actually like really enjoyed it throughout the whole entire thing. There's a lot of. There's well, not a lot. There's some adult jokes in here. Yeah, but I, I was watching it trying to think because me and you got the right gag about kids' movies, but I think a kid could watch it. Yeah. What's what's a rated? I don't even know. I would say it's probably PG 13 would be a guess, but it's a very light by today's standards, it's a light PG 13. Yeah. But it was released on February 17th in 1989 with a budget of $10 million and made 40 Point five million at the box office because it's not yeah. very uh star heavy for the time right yeah but if you look back on it though i mean obviously keanu reeves i mean uh that's the reason that i even got to watch this as a kid is keanu is one of those guys that my mom's always liked yeah so if he was in something we were going to watch it so uh, she's a big john wick fan oh loves john wick her and dad both uh, they saw the new one like opening day and they don't that's do that pretty, for movies. That's awesome. <laughs> so uh, yeah, they love the, I mean, we all, this is a Keanu Reeves household is what I'm telling you. I love Keanu Reeves. I think the dude's he's, awesome. He's such a, just seems like such a genuine person where he just yeah. blends in. Like there's people like, is that Keanu Reeves on the subway with me? Uh, he where's the the one where the people just randomly met him and were like, "Hey, if you're still in town, come to our wedding." And he just and like, he went to their wedding. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I There's all kinds know. of great stories about him that really adds to kind of his mythos in the best way possible. Uh, so he just sounds like a great guy. Uh, this, but I was, this is my introduction into Keanu Reeves. Me too. This is the okay. first movie I remember seeing with him in it. And then after that, everything was like, hey, that's Ted. Yeah. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Alex it, took Wick- me, it took me a long time to just think that he didn't always talk like that. I don't know why, but in my brain, he always talked like Ted. <laughs> yes. I remember that and seeing Alex Winter do, uh, what is it, a commercial 
on Comedy Central. Yeah. He's from he's from jolly old London there. And listening to him talk in a nice British accent was kind of mind blowing. Like it's jarring, right? <clears throat> to this day I, I just assume he's like from you're, California. <laughs> yeah, you're you're Bill S. Preston Esquire. Yeah. And I wanted to be an Esquire. That was one thing about this movie. Like when I heard him say that, I was like, I want to be an Esquire. And I think this movie is the main reason there's all that stepmom stuff on those uh, adult websites. I I have that. I have that to be brought up because I never picked up on that joke. I didn't either as a kid. I didn't remember any of that as a kid. No, there's there's a couple of things where I was like, wait a minute. Yeah. But I think it's one of those things where. If it doesn't register in your brain. You look over as a kid to the funnier stuff, that right? Yeah, you would actually grasp. Yeah, but if you have never seen Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure, which I just posted something on our Facebook page asking people like name a movie, um, that you enjoyed as a child, or you know most people enjoyed as a child that, that you didn't you know, like. Like Bill and Ted's is actually I've not seen a Bill and Ted response. I haven't either. Uh, I had a hard time with that question. I really did to the point where I actually went to my mom and I said, uh, do you remember a movie that I really didn't like that everybody else loved as a kid? And she couldn't really think of one either. Besides, I'm, but this is just me, my personality. I don't care for slasher movies. So you- that's the closest thing I can come up with. It's just not for me. Uh, but like most movies I saw as a kid, I have very fond memories of even ones that most people, I mean, I mean, we have a Mac and me joke running with us, but that's because yeah. I saw it as a kid and I'm always going to love it. <laughs> Mine now, the only thing I can think of is one that I watched as a kid that I liked, but now as an adult, I'm like, eh, it's Hocus Pocus. I'm not going to lie. Yeah, see, but I still love Hocus Pocus. I just don't. But as it. an adult, I've, there's been much more movies that I watched and I was like, I don't, this is garbage to me. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but, but yeah, uh, I actually went on a fact finding mission for this movie, Andrew. Did you? Yeah, uh, some really fun stuff in this. This all started as a improv skit, Bill and Ted, uh, and um, the two actors, you know, the two people we just discussed, they didn't want to get them originally because they were actually a little too cool for those parts. Because <laughs> in the original script, the two guys were like when they're in high school, they're kind of they're the losers in high school, right? And uh, the the other kids make fun of them and stuff, and they were like, well, "You can't make fun of these two guys. They just they just come off as they're just too they're they're not even trying to be. That's how you know that somebody's cool when they're not even trying to be cool. They just are. Yeah. And that's and that's to me that does sum these two guys up. So, uh, but yeah, that was one of the fun things that I saw. And obviously, they didn't expect this thing to be the the success that it was. No, it, it's a very cool original idea. Now that I was thinking about it, because normally when I watch a movie. I could think of another movie that's like that movie. Yeah. But there's really nothing else where there's normally a movie where you could fit it into a person or two friends need to do something. Cause that's pretty much what this movie is need to do something to graduate high school or get a better grade. But, yeah, but there's higher stakes in this one. Nothing <laughs> to the extent of, time traveling going to different places and everything yeah yeah uh this also the original time machine was going to be i forgot the uh, car it was going to be a car 
but Back to the Future oh. had come out. Yeah. And they're like, well, I don't think we can do that. They'll just say, we're... but for some reason, they were fine with, I guess, being compared to Doctor Who. I don't know why. Oh, yeah, I never even thought of that until now. Yeah. So I, I don't, I don't understand that, but I, I still love it. <laughs> I think because back then nobody, I, I brought this up to Matt, co-host of many other podcasts with Johnny and stuff, Retro Pop panel discussion. Uh. It seems to be now more than when, like when we were growing up, I felt like it's okay to be nerd, like a nerd on things like Marvel and stuff like that, where back then, like if you knew who Doctor Who was and you're like, listen, Bill and Ted's copying Doctor Who, you would have got the ogre from Revenge of the Nerd. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, So I think that's why they kind of got, got away with it. I was just looking at this thing about the casting. <laughs> there was two to three hundred people for the main roles of Bill and Ted. Uh Pauly Shore. I don't know. I, yeah, I saw that. Yeah. Gary Riley. Not even quite sure who that is. We're considered for the role of Ted, Matt Adler, River Phoenix. That would wow. Yeah. Damn, who I don't even know who Donovan Lechler is. Sean and Sean Penn and Brandon Frazier were all auditioned for Bill. That's why this just uh, obviously leads to uh, Encino Man. <laughs> we all know it. This is, uh, well, yeah, there you go. There's your connection. But I think, once again, if anybody else would have gotten any of these other parts, it would have been not as... I think, the, I think the magic of this movie is the choice of the two main leads because it's their chemistry that really makes this movie seem endearing to me. I just, uh, you really do want these two to be able to you don't want you know ted to be to go to military school no. you want them to actually be able to start their band even though they can't play <laughs> so, i think even in high school like what you were mentioning about like getting picked on or anything like that like these two guys i'm pretty sure they have other friends yeah but they are very two close friends i know i have one i'm pretty sure you and trevor were almost like bill and ted Pretty much. My friend Dave growing up, like we had other friends, but it just seemed like we were more around each other than. Yeah, it was. It would be odd to see like uh, it would be odd to see Trevor without me or vice versa. That's yeah. uh, Yeah. So, yeah, same. Yeah, same thing. So uh, but like Bill and Ted both just as person, just as their personality to me, seems like they could probably start a conversation with anybody and and can hold their own right they don't seem yeah. nervous or anything like that but uh yeah i i really like this movie a lot it's it's so much fun did you um, see the uh the ones for rufus no i really wanted eddie van halen which, which he gets mentioned in the movie a couple of times yep uh ringo star which is funny because ringo star replaced george carlin on <laughs> shiny time station or thomas the Trank tank engine roger daltrey lead singer of the who oh my goodness this one i don't i would have liked to have seen it but i don't think it would work sean connery that's the one i did i do remember reading about it would have it it would have been different and the most outrageous one is charlie sheen yes yeah well they'd be winning if they did that this is rufus the guy that guides them through their adventures because they need to save humanity they right, they're past. in the future, 
these two guys, these two, uh, like like they say, dude and uh, stuff like that a lot. These two guys, uh, are basically the reason why the world in the future is like a utopia. It's great. Mm-hmm. Uh, everybody is excellent to each other, as they say. So is Starfleet around? I would assume, right? Prime Directive and everything. Yeah. Uh, I <laughs> well, that's kind of killing the Prime Directive since they went back in the time. They, every episode of Star Trek is them killing the Prime Directive, but and I say that with love because I, I adore Star Trek. I also I'm going to say this here, and this is an unusual thing for me. This movie does the magic thing of its runtime being an hour and a half. Yes, which I love. However. One of the faults I have with this movie is I could have had a little bit longer here to spend more time introducing these historical figures. It kind of turns into a montage at one point. Yeah, it turns into a montage, but you do get a little bit of a feel for each of them in uh, the mall scene when they get. Yes, they leave which, I have the another, which I have another little thing for. Yeah. Uh, we'll get to, we'll get to it. Yeah, well, and then uh, what was the other one? And then the end final project. But let's let's actually get into. So, ba- so if you haven't seen this movie, the gist of it is these two these two guys have to pass their history final, and they got to put on a presentation. They need to get an A plus, or they will fail. And if they fail, then Ted's going to be sent to military school, and that's going to split them up, and that'll be bad for the future. So. Uh, George Carlin, who's from the future, shows up in a time-traveling phone booth. And then these two are on an adventure to get uh, different historical figures and bring them back for their presentation. That's the gist of it. Yes. Uh, Because he meets them up at the Circle K. And to this day, I cannot see a Circle K without without thinking to myself, strange things are afoot at the Circle K. (laughs) <laughs> yeah so uh that's that's the gist of this movie the historical figures are napoleon he's the first yep. one we see billy the kid uh socrates or how do they call what do they call socrates socrates that was the first joke that my mother was like oh my goodness that's I'm like, I, don't, I don't get it because i don't know who socrates is this came yeah. out like 89 i'm like <laughs> six years old or something and I'm like, oh, I, I don't get that one. But the fact, and she's sitting there laughing her head off going, they're calling them so crates. <laughs> it's <laughs> uh, yeah. Um, and uh, see who else what the Sigmund there was. Genghis, yeah, Khan. Genghis Khan. Joan um, of Arc. Abraham Lincoln. Ludwig von Be- Beethoven. Beethoven, yeah. And that's it. Like yeah, because the right, so is coming later. So the one thing to to say here is, out of all of those, the Genghis Khan one uh, surprised me the most, because just from a historical standpoint, he was he's uh, either depending on where you're from, he's either like the greatest person in your history, or he's the most vicious and awful. Warlord of all time. <laughs> Who's the other? There's another one that's like Genghis Khan. I know this is so off subject, but I figured I'd ask you. There's like another Mongolian kind of in that. 
I'm I, I don't central I part of it. my head. Yeah, because there's Genghis Khan. Because I get these two confused of who is the one that poured like molten silver or something into the guy's eye sockets. Oh yeah, yeah, that's fun time. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Once again, I'm desensitized from movies, so I can say that casually. Yeah, like just dropping it in a sentence, yeah. like it's nothing. Like, like yeah. I went to the store to get some bread. <laughs> I poured yeah. molten gold in a guy's eye socket. Yeah, See? just another day at the, uh, at the office. But uh, I did like how they didn't really concentrate that in the beginning when the can. Oh yeah, that was the other guy in this movie, Bernie Casey. I give a big shout out to the teacher, Bernie Casey, because he's also the Lambda Landum Landum leader in Revenge of the Nerds. Yeah. So, yes, I love there's him. a couple faces in here that will pop up that you've seen before. Yeah. Uh, but he's talking to him and he's talking to him about Napoleon. And he was like, can you tell me anything else? He's like, he's he's dead. He's like, <laughs> so all you can tell me about Napoleon is that he's a short, dead dude. Yeah. yeah. And then, well, in fairness, kind of, yeah. And then the other, though he's average height, we all know that. The other funny thing was uh, that he referred to Julius Caesar as the Sally dressing dude. (laughs) Yeah, I love that joke. That was great. But pretty much that's when Ben Casey or Mr. Ryan. Tells them that they gotta they gotta pass or they're done, and it's a very weird uh, project where they have to say it in front of the whole school. I thought that too because they set it up at the beginning like it's a report you got to give in your class, but they do it in a daggum theater. <laughs> yeah, with everybody there. Yeah, is it like part <laughs> of like a speech class or something as well? Like a what is what do they call it? Public speaking. Yeah. Yeah, I don't, I don't know. Is it, it was pretty wild, but yeah, I'm, I'm with you on there. That part kind of blew me away. So I, they're I love- going around and they're collecting all these people. I had one, I caught one thing. What did you I wanted to, that I wanted to bring up? Billy the Kid, right? So, yes. uh, they get Billy the Kid, and after Billy the Kid, they're going to get Socrates. And when they're they're to get Socrates, they tell Billy the Kid to kind of wait there, and they're going to go get him, right? If you look at Bill the Kid, he's bent down, he's kind of leaning down, and he's tossing to himself a red football. Where did this come from? They probably had it. Ted had a bag. Did he? He had a red football in a bag? Maybe. They were at the Circle K. They were studying. I don't know. Okay. Okay. So you're blown away by the red football? Yes. Okay. Not so, just a red football, but Billy the Kid throwing a red football around let's, to himself. Let's rewind this to something a little bit more crazier. So in the beginning, when they're studying, before they get to the Circle K, and Ted has a stepmom who's only like four years older than him. Right. When they were uh, freshmen, she was a senior. Yes, because Ted asked, asked what he was like. Remember the time I asked out your mom to prom? Yes. <laughs> but the, they're studying. The mom comes in, or Missy, Ted's or Bill's stepmom. It's Ted's stepmom in the sequel. Spoiler. Uh, comes in and she's like, "I got some snacks for you guys. What are you studying?" And then the father comes in. Oh, after they both oogle over their yeah. 
this girl. I know bent, where you're going with this. Bending yeah. over. And then uh, the father comes in and he seems like a cool dad, way cooler than Ted's dad. And you can understand why as he gives them like 20 bucks and tells them to uh, take a little study break. And this is how they wind up at the Circle K. And then Ted's dad, slow, or Bill's dad, sorry, Bill's dad slowly closes the door on yep. him and the stepmother. Yeah, in his son's bedroom. bedroom. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> so I will take Billy the Kid throwing a football. Then somebody getting like $20. That's two twenty dollars is not enough. I don't know. Back in 1988. No, I'm talking about for me. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. Okay, so I used to do that. It remind. I think the reason why it got me is because. So, if my mom wasn't home, it would just be me and my brother, and my brother would bring over his girlfriend, and we had like this. Is your brother older? Yeah. Okay. What? Three years older than me? Yeah, three years older than me. So he would give me twenty dollars. And I had an awesome CD collection because of how many times he gave me twenty dollars to leave <laughs> yes. the house. People used to ask me all the time, "How do you get all? Well, how do you about <laughs> getting new CDs?" Well, I'm not gonna get into details, but my brother would ask me to leave the house, and he'd give me twenty dollars. <laughs> yes, yeah. So you don't know that's a. That's I understand a, this situation. That's a great. Uh, that's a great little thing for if you're a young kid who loves music. That's a great yeah. time. Yeah. Oh yeah, I would walk right over to. I don't know if they ever had. It. I don't know if. I don't know if it was a Western New York thing, but media play. Oh, we had we had those. Okay, down here. Yeah. So I'd walk over to the good old media play, which was about a twenty minute walk away from me, and pick up a nice CD, play around on video games, and then walk back home. And hey. I loved our media play. I was there all the time. Sadly, I was. It was one of the places I. Sh- I was really sad when it went away. Yes, it was one of my favorites as a growing up. I really loved going there. But uh, mm-hmm. yeah, uh, I really, especially when I was a. Uh, older teenager and i would and i discovered that they had some dvds and oh, media yeah. play that you couldn't really look at because the fronts of them were censored yes yeah uh but anyway um yeah this that is that is weird <laughs> uh i would never want to know if my parents had done anything in any of my bedrooms growing up uh just exactly i'd rather be completely ignorant of it <laughs> but what if they gave you 20 dollars <laughs> But if I got 20 bucks to get lost, that's great. I ain't you, mad at that. You know what's funny is even more, $20 is, isn't that bad he isn't now as an adult now that I think about it compared to when it was a kid because it was just $20. Now it's like, wow, I could put like gas in my car. Yeah. We'll grab something before. I yeah, go. I was thinking like you get a little gas and maybe eat some lunch. Yeah. <laughs> that's, what I, that's what I think about. <laughs> the other funny thing when they were studying at the Circle K before Rufus came, that I thought was funny is when they're talking about Marco Polo and he, and I think it was Ted goes, I knew he just wasn't a water sport. <laughs> There's a lot of great lines in this movie. Oh, when they're talking to Socrates. So the, the dust in the wind. Yeah. That yes. was great. And then as so, or even I'm doing it. Uh, Socrates, as they're talking to Socrates, you know, I'm just going to call him Socrates. Uh, as they're talking to Socrates, and then he all of a sudden does, like, like sands through the hourglass, these yeah. days of our lives. <laughs> yes. I never picked that up until today. <laughs> yeah. I was like, that is great. 
Yeah, that was pretty awesome. Yeah. So they end up going through time getting all the these historical figures. It's and they end up at the mall, right? Oh, we also gotta say they set up Napoleon because he was the first one. And they get um is it Ted's younger brother? Yeah, because he got sucked in accidentally. Yeah. Because Napoleon's like blow him up, but then something blew Napoleon over and he got caught up in the like time rope. I don't know what it was, but something dragged him in and it looked like the trap from Ghostbusters. Yeah. Uh, So Napoleon was kind of the, well, this whole movie's a comedy, but yeah, uh, he, he's, there's a lot of uh, little misadventures with him that kind of sprinkled out through this movie. I, I love the stuff with him at the water park. That stuff was I, great. I love Ziggy Piggy. Ziggy Piggy. Yes. <laughs> yeah. When that girl's going for like yeah, the last like, no, thing no. and he just straight blocks. It with yeah. Sword. Yeah. Now I will say like, I, I was fine with it because this is a comedy, but just historically speaking, uh, he would have not just taken get thrown out of a bowling alley. <laughs> just no. FYI. <laughs> I love too. He's cheating at bowling. Yes, and also what this reminded me of is the classic where you, if you wanted to go bowling back then, even that you had to know how to actually score bowling, yeah, or bring somebody along that could do it. And I do yeah. remember in uh, our community college there, shout out to Niagara Community College, you could have taken bowling for a physical education class to learn how to score bowling as well. Well, I got lucky because by the time I got into bowling, it was already, uh, they were scoring oh. it for you, which really helped me out because I never would have understood it. I don't. And I was never good at it, but it was fun. But you could cheat like Napoleon, give yourself a 143. That's true. Yeah, that's a great score. <laughs> but I love, I love Ziggy Piggy though. Ziggy Piggy, Ziggy Piggy. I don't know why. To this day, even when I'm getting ice cream, there's some things from this movie I didn't realize that I just say. Yeah. But when I get ice cream and I get a lot, I always think of Ziggy Piggy. Piggy, Ziggy Piggy, yeah. All right, so they're at the mall. Let's discuss this. They, Bill and Ted, I don't know why but, they would even think it'd be a good idea to leave all these people who are not oh, from this time in the mall together. Like, it's not going to be a problem. Obviously, it's going to be. Well, because they got to get Napoleon. Yes, because uh, the younger brother had ditched him. Yeah. <laughs> and they got to find him. Uh, but let's talk about the mall. So all of them kind of split up in the mall and they, and shenanigans and uh, uh, began, right? Yeah. But I present to you the only one of them that even should have been remotely quote unquote arrested would be Genghis Khan for destroying store property. Uh, Joan of Arc. She pushed that lady off the stage. Yeah, but it wasn't that bad. She did that and did exercise. Yeah, I guess that's, that's more that lady being a Karen. We ask me. <laughs> I love it how we're debating this part. I gotta say, you can't just push somebody off. So if you're doing a show, John, yeah, or even I'm like, a big guy. Uh, it's gonna take a lot to push. Okay, off. even right now, say somebody just comes into your room right now, pushes you yeah. away. I'm gonna freak out. Who's this person? <laughs> okay, <laughs> okay, we're doing a show live somewhere. Okay. Somebody just pushes you out of the way. Yeah, just start sitting down and talking. Yeah, I'm not like, gonna just take it. I'm gonna go back and get my spot back. Yeah, but that's kind of. <laughs> I see what you're saying, though. In the words yeah, of yeah. Billy Madison, that's assault, brother. 
I guess in a way, it just didn't seem that bad to me. Or uh, kind of like pushing an employee, though. Like if you go into a store and push an employee, like, like all right, I'll tell you what, I'll give you that. I'll, I'll give you that. I don't think it was anything like terrible. No, Genghis Khan one, he was literally destroying store property. So well, that he, one I understood. Beethoven, Beethoven was, got arrested was, for playing musical instruments in an instrument was, store, despite the fact that the manager was there with him being fine with it at first. At first, but then he was loitering. Maybe he, he wasn't buying it. He's putting on a show. Everybody was loving it. He got arrested for being good at piano. <laughs> Abraham Lincoln supposedly got arrested for stealing his beard and hat from the old time photo. Play. Yeah, which he I, didn't do. It's obviously his beard and his hat. He got arrested for nothing. I don't know why Billy the Kid and Silkrates got arrested. That's what I'm saying. They didn't do nothing well, either. They kind of, that's a creepy part. Oh, they hit, hit on those girls? Yeah, those are like teenage girls. I could get Billy the Kid, but Socrates is a little... Uh, Socrates for sure is creepy. Historically, the Billy the Kid was like at his oldest in his early 20s. So. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, it's, yeah. not, it's not too bad, but... And then Sigmund Freud, that was creepy. And I like how yeah. they called him a geek. I did like that. Yeah, and he was he didn't know what a geek was. No. But what I'm saying is most of those guys, uh, most of those people got arrested for nothing. They didn't do anything. I would say three needed to get arrested. Like Genghis Khan needed to be like arrested and held over where yes. uh, Beethoven and Jonah Ark. I'll fight you, you on Beethoven. I don't think he should have been arrested at it's all. It's loitering. If you think about it, it's loitering. He brought people into the store. <laughs> no, he, did, he brought people to look to look at him. But into the store, which they never would have. Those, I guarantee you, most of those people would have never thought to walk in that store in the first place. That's foot traffic, man. <laughs> That's I. I understand you, but in a way, you could kind of. I'm just saying you can justify it by saying it's loitering. I would justify it by saying this guy's going to help my business out. I'm going to hire him for future dates. The other funny thing was the chores part. Like all of a sudden, they learned how to use a vacuum. Yeah. Yeah, the, the only one that even had problems was Genghis Khan at the toilet, which made sense. He wouldn't know what that is. But the rest of them figured the stuff out pretty quick. Uh, that was like a, just an unnecessary scene that was obviously just for comedy. I didn't I mean I didn't hate it. It was fine. I I liked it. I forgot about it. Because I always yeah. remember, like the mall scene kind of being like the climax. Yeah, me too. Yeah. That and then uh when be when it's just so crates and Billy the Kid and they get stuck in England. And then how did Billy the Kid and Socrates know where to go find him? And and how do they know to 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 uh, take over those cloaks to be the executioners? They had to know everything that was going to happen. Maybe Billy the Kid did? I don't know. Well, he wasn't very... He was educated, wasn't he? Or was he uneducated? No, no. He he wasn't stupid, though. I'm trying to go back to the retro pop. Uh, he wasn't dumb at all. I mean, he's a very, he, I mean, obviously, like street smarts are like book smarts because there's two in my mind, there's two drags. definitely street smart. He's definitely street uh, smart for sure. So maybe he picked up on something that those two guys in hoods were not the best. I mean, it's, people. it's, yeah, and it's, and it's pretty obvious that those two are going to get in trouble. Yeah. Right. And he immediately, you could tell he already liked those two guys. So, I mean, I, I, I wasn't too mad at it, but you can pick that apart just logically pretty easily. <laughs> So, which I mean, that's most of this movie. You're not going to this movie expecting a logical masterpiece. 
I like to try to sometimes, but it never oh, I do too. It's fun. <laughs> it's, it's, I got a couple of a couple of questions. Oh, the I'd other thing to... I was going to ask too before you get into your questions because I just thought of this. All right, the two babes, right? The two princesses. Yes. Uh, the medieval from the medieval era. When Bill and Ted meet Bill and Ted at the Circle K, and Ted goes, "Hey, give my love to the princesses." You're thinking, "Oh, they're going to have like a big adventure with these two. They just meet them, and they know them for maybe two minutes, and that's it." Yeah, but they got to save them from the royal ugly dudes. For two minutes, though, they didn't know each other. Well, two minutes in an hour and a half movie—that's like a lifetime. No, I don't think so. That's. <laughs> Three minutes, maybe. Two minutes is, is not enough. But they... Okay, so the all the historical figures get arrested, other than Napoleon, that they have to get from the water park because he's yes. having himself a grand old time. He loves the water park. I, I... Okay, so... I don't want to compare the two, but did you get, like, because he didn't really talk or he couldn't speak English... The Napoleon was like almost like a Mr. Bean episode within itself. Yeah, he definitely felt Mr. Beanish to me. Like when he's like picking up the kid to like run him through. <laughs> yeah. Or he pushes the one kid down the water slide because he wants to go and everything else. Like I felt like that was like really great, kind of like just physical comedy, not like anything spoken. And I think he did a really great job throughout the whole entire thing of Napoleon yeah. being that great physical comedy. I agree. Uh, but they get everybody out of jail because they learn that because in the beginning, Ted's dad, who is a cop, can't find his keys. But come to find out that they stole his keys two days earlier and hit him behind a sign. Yeah. So they break in to the police station which is just so easy like just any cop's gonna have like the jail keys right on its it's there's a lot of there's a lot of dumb cops there who don't pay attention obviously no (laughs) nothing at all that really gives me no confidence in that area uh you can get away with whatever you want from the looks well that's why they needed bill and ted to make it a better place sam d was not better until bill and ted came along right needed the wild stallions but they get him out, and just when you think all hope is lost, and Mr. Ryan is like, he's already in pencil, in pencil though, as giving Bill and Ted an F. Yeah. Out of nowhere, the lights go out, and it is a great historical show that Bill and Ted put on as well. Yeah. How long do you think this show, like in real time, how long do you think their show their lasts? Because most of these. I get the feeling that most of the because you do get to see glimpses of other people's reports and they're just yeah. them standing at a podium talking. Uh, but like I would say those are like what five minutes ish would be a guess. I would say yeah, five, ten minutes. Good yeah, yeah. report. But uh, there's no way that the Bill and Ted's was that short. That thing had to be I would say an hour. That's what I was gonna say. It had to an be hour. at least an hour. <laughs> which which is very entertaining. I would and have I, sat through it, but yeah. And how come nobody said anything when Billy the kid shot out the light? That's what I was thinking. <laughs> Yes, like just nothing went on there. If that like, happened today, if that happened in today, like that that place would have emptied out fast. And then you know the San Dimas police would have not have done anything because they just yes. let them all escape. And it's a big political nightmare right there. Yeah, but yeah, he just like pulled it out, boosh, like nothing. And he's shooting it in the mall too. 
Yes. So there you go. That's why you can arrest Billy the Kid. You can't just fire a gun in a mall, even back in the <laughs> 80s. Even that was kind of a little out of the norm, unless you're like the Terminator or something. Well, yeah. no, you could drive through a mall, the Blues Brothers, but they were getting chased by the cops. There's a lot of stuff at the mall in the 80s and 90s movies. And there's nothing wrong with that. So I loved, what was it, the one store? The Foot Locker had the wood paneling? Yeah. I thought that was great. It does make you miss the mall. It really does. Yeah. Like, even watching that Stranger Things when everything took place in the mall. Oh, yeah. Season two, yeah. They're coming out with uh, Scoops Ahoy ice cream now. Available oh, really? Walmart. Yep. Hey, I'm a big Steve Mark, so I might have to check that I, out. See, I love Steve and Dustin. I, yeah, uh, me too. Steve's my favorite in that show. I have but... Dustin, uh, Dustin Funko behind me. I don't want to brag, but I got a couple. <laughs> and a couple Steve's you're, as you're well. More, yeah, you're more of a Funko well, I'm a Funko nerd. Uh, but yeah, um, and also, because there's a scene where the two dads show up, right? And the one's the cop. Why does he? And he knows that's where all those people that he just arrested are. Why is he not bringing backup? It's just him walking. Because as Bill's dad told him to be quiet. Oh yeah, you know what? You're right. Yeah, you're right. You're right. But the funniest thing out of all of these is when they're going through, and Sigmund Freud is diagnosing Ted. And he's going through that, you know, Ted's dad puts all of his, his fear of failure gets put onto, onto Ted. And then he looks at Bill and asks him to sit down. And he said that he has this Ophelic, Ophelipal complex. And I never picked up on that. So I had to look up what it was. And it is a complex where you want to have, I'll do a little bit, a little bit nicer here. Want to have relations with your mother. I I didn't know what the word meant, but I picked it up because they cut to Missy and I see her reaction. Yeah. Like, oh, Ryan that's, that's looks at this. Missy and yeah. Like, yeah. But that is they get they get the F or get the A, sorry, they get the A. Everything is wonderful. Rufus brings the princesses into play. The princess learn about the mall and credit cards because it's the eighties, baby. Yeah. It's yeah. the 80s. Um, he also gifts them two uh guitars. Um now I am I am I can't play an instrument. I wish I could. I've that's one thing I'm jealous of. I always wanted to know how to play guitar, but uh these guitars look like they're not finished. <laughs> no. There's no uh I don't know. I'm very I think they're supposed the- to be from like the future. Yeah, but the, the way they did that was they just made it look like a guitar, but they didn't put like the uh, what's that top part of the guitar called? That the uh, I don't know what it's called. I don't know what it's. But called. they're not on there. That's what I'm trying to say. <laughs> put me on the spot. The part I don't know what it's called. It's the part where you tune the guitar at the top the, with the with the little the twist and dial area. things. Yeah, the tuner area. I'm very ignorant of uh of the parts of the guitar, but I just know that they usually have that. <laughs> we apologize for not knowing. Yeah. We're just going with the tuner. So. Uh, my two questions are now taking the princesses out of that timeline and they stay there. Yeah. Because spoiler well, part of the, the other movies, they're, they're part of the band. They're, they're part of the band. They actually marry them and Bill and Ted's face, the mute face, the music, uh, which is okay. Unless you're like, I need to complete the Bill and Ted franchise. I. Uh, you don't have to watch it, but I haven't seen it. I probably will just to watch it at some point, but 
if you like the other two and you just it's kind of like the new indiana jones movies that keep on coming out it's like oh i've seen all the other ones i guess i gotta see this kind of yeah. like seeing star wars you, you kind of like a completionist thing yeah. yeah you you should just see it yeah uh but doesn't that mess up the timeline you can't just pluck them out of something like doesn't that just totally butterfly effect everything I kind of feel like they were just doing it constantly anyway. I don't think the timeline, they were always messing with it, even in this movie, quite a lot. Uh, and it's played for comedy, so it didn't bug me near as much. I just was looking at more of like a, I'm Back to Future fan. So Yeah. Oh, yeah. Same here. Yeah. You got to watch what you do. And also the other part, it's another part that happens in medieval England. Uh so they just narrowly escape and then there's some time like strands or whatever and a guy misses them with a mace yeah how come he didn't get sucked in like napoleon because <laughs> napoleon was actually right. farther away yeah and he still got sucked in yeah you're <laughs> right i didn't even think in. about that yeah i don't know if a strand needs to like latch on to you because i don't know if there was exactly one that latched on but he was in the area as the telephone booth was going down yeah you're right so i didn't even think of that yeah <laughs> and that's just how my mind worked i was a little little baffled like shouldn't he have yeah. not fucked anyone that have been great he could have been some evil knight running through san Dimas. yeah i would have i mean i would have been cool with that uh, now out with his football helmet and baseball bat <laughs> now you did say this at the beginning, but this movie was a hit. Not only was it a hit, uh, it it was it it started a franchise. I mean, I definitely remember the the cartoon. Yes, I definitely because remember the, the video I was game. Shocked because normally when they make a cartoon of a movie, you don't get the actors, but Keanu Reeves, Alex Winters, and George Carlin, and I believe Bernie Casey were all in the cartoon as well oh wow that's that's yeah that's not usual that's that's an unusual thing i mean there's a i definitely remember the video game then there's a nintendo game for it and and in fact that nintendo game uh when it was coming out they had a contest and uh somebody won and then what they won was actually the actual phone booth from the movie and in the like they did they tracked that person down who won the phone booth and he did like one of those ask me anythings and most of the questions he was asked is if he'd ever had you know relations in that phone booth with somebody because well, <laughs> we're, we're people that's gonna be one of the first things that's the ask. first things you need to ask yeah i guarantee you if missy and uh, her husband were in there oh geez 20 bucks and you, you, they'd have it to themselves i give them duke kudos for the second one where they did switch the roles yeah <laughs> yeah because you never see ted's mom in this no you never you never hear about their mothers right not, not even brought up yeah yeah that cartoon series ran for surprisingly two seasons yeah i would have guessed one honestly uh and not very many episodes but that's pretty i mean this was a big deal i mean it got a sequel the sequel came out not that long after no yeah. Well, because it's it's Bill and Ted's excellent adventure, and I do think Keanu Reeves would have became something anyway. But this really pushed him out there and so really too. 
really got his name out there. And that's where it really got the ball rolling from for him. I mean, that would lead to speed, and that would lead to Matrix. And whoa, whoa, he things. was on drugs? Yeah. Hold that well, certainly. Me. Hollywood. Hold that for me. <laughs> you're, you're sleeping on there. <laughs> I haven't been awake very long. Uh, but yeah, that's I I enjoy it. Um, what are we gonna give it out of phone booths? Well, before we do that, who would you be in this movie, Andrew? Oh man, I, th- I think I'd like to be Rufus. I get that. Yeah, I'd like to be I, Rufus. I think I'd like to be uh, Bill's dad. <laughs> Bill. Oh. Okay. <laughs> Enough said. If you've listened to the beginning of the show, you understand. Uh, but no, that's the joke answer. The real answer would be, I'm an Abraham Lincoln, Mark. You want to be Abe? But, yeah. I, How about like we do name. it out of the cat, like the, the cast, and then which historical figure you would like to be? Okay, I like that. All right, out of the main people, I mean, I'm also going to be either Bill or Ted. Uh, Gotta take your pick there. Yeah, see, I like I don't know why I like Rufus. I get it. He sets the stage and everything. Uh all right. So which historical figure do you think you'd be, Andrew? Or would I who I be or who do I want to play? I would want to play Soul Crates. Yeah, that's a great role. Yeah. I Soul would Crates love is great. to play Soul Crates. Yeah. I think uh <laughs> Soul Crates Billy the Kid little tandem, little under yeah, I, I would watch there. that. There's a couple of duos here that I would watch. I'd probably be Bill the Kid, uh, just a much more fun role, meteor role, get to shoot a pistol around in malls and at schools. <laughs> With no repercussions at With all. With no repercussions. <laughs> uh, but, uh, yeah, um, either him or Lincoln or uh, Freud had a couple sneaky funny lines in this movie, too. The other thing that I just realized, actually, I realized when I was watching, but I never forgot to put it in the notes to bring it up. Wasn't Beethoven deaf? Yes, he was. So, where? How are they like getting anywhere? They ignored any of that. Yeah, yeah. They just were like, "Nah, we're good." Uh, that was my first thought when he's in the store and that uh, worker there played him that sound. Like, how would he even know this? <laughs> now there was no Secret Service, right? Because of Lincoln, the Secret Service was created. Yeah, basically, yeah. Before okay. him, uh, he did have soldiers who would be with him just because he had a lot of threats on his life. Oh, but how'd that end up? I mean, even even when he was, uh, even when he's at the Ford's Theater, I would not recommend going there. Uh, it's not a great time from what I've seen. Uh, even when he was there, he had soldiers there that obviously didn't do the job. <laughs> well, from what I understand, John Wilkes Booth was like the big actor of his day and just was he like, was he, he was uh instagram famous then i would yeah, say that's what i would yeah but how should we rank this phone boost uh so crates how many so crates would you give how many so crates would i give this i would give this four so crates i am in complete agreement four out of five so crates here I it's am... an hour and a half it's not going to take up too much of your time and it's going to be a very fun hour and a half it's fun it's entertaining the adult jokes are like like what we said is very adult enough where it, most kids won't pick up on it. It's still a little bit family friendly. The it, worst the worst 
thing non-family friendly is they get a shot of them looking down Missy's shirt, but nice. you don't see anything besides much cleavage. more family. I think this is much more family friendly than one Pee Wee's Big Top where he was just throwing himself, <laughs> literally throwing himself. Yeah, yes. so yeah. I get, I'll give it that that this is much more family friendly. But yeah, it's 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 four. Uh, is it perfect? No. no, no. Is it is it great? No, great. Something fun to watch. Yes. Yes. Something that you can go back to many times. I feel and watch. Yes. Yeah. So that's why yeah. I give it a four. Yeah, I agree. This is a four out of five. So crates all the way. It's a it's a lot of fun. It's obviously not a perfect movie. There's so many things you can pick apart in it, but that's not what it's for. I think it serves its purpose that it's going for to be a fun hour and a half Mm -hmm. uh, part of your day. And it does that pretty dang well. I think it's a movie you can just pop on like, and I'm going to watch the sequel again because it's been a while since I've seen it, but yeah. Yeah. Oh, you've never seen, you've never seen it. No, I've seen the sequel a lot. It's, it was probably my favorite. Oh, you've seen the the sequel to it? Yeah. We're doing to you. Yeah. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm I'm on board. <laughs> <laughs> I'm on board. I love that response. <laughs> That's like a pat on the head for me. Good job, Andrew. <laughs> yeah, I'm on board. I'm, I'm proud of board. you. I'm on board. <laughs> but that that is Bill and Ted. Excellent adventure. Uh next well, we actually Johnny coming up next month. We've been doing the Nostalgia Funhouse for one whole year coming up next. Wow. Week. Yes. Wow. I didn't know that. I didn't know that. It's been one whole year since the name change. And we've, and Johnny officially became a co host instead of the guy that was just there that was like, hey, I just want to be on this show again. I'm going <laughs> to yes. be on this show again. Instead of the guy who begged to be on, I would be on here. Yeah. I actually like kind of begged Johnny first. And then he was like, kind of like what this guy's doing over here so yeah i like it. it's fun <laughs> it's a good time the nostalgia fun out that's right but we are doing uh something fun and great for halloween something that i remember even though i was a, a little maybe a little bit older but something that was fun and great is the fox kids halloween weekend there's a thing on youtube we are gonna watch it it is four hours long <laughs> well yeah you didn't see that Oh, I'm, I didn't notice it, but I'm going to have fun. Oh, it's got the commercials and everything? Yeah, oh, from what I understand. I'm down for this. Commercials, yeah. bumpers, everything in there. But four hours long, and we are going to be reviewing that and see if we can get any great nostalgia memories out of there. Yeah, we're ready for the fall spooky season, yes. and it's going to be a good time, I think. Yes, we got a great lineup coming up. We got a really big shoe. As, uh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> It's a really big shoe. Really big shoe. Uh, it's a great month. I'm trying. That sounds more like Donald Trump than Ed Sullivan. <laughs> it's Ed Trump. Ed Trump. <laughs> but if you like what we do here, follow us on our various social medias: Facebook, YouTube, uh, Patreon. We have a merch shop. All links are below. And also leave us a review wherever you get your podcast. And good morning, good afternoon, and good night. And party on, dudes. <laughs>